Hey, it's Jill, and this is Getting Paid to Waste the Days on Asymmetrical Butterflies, Why You Shouldn't Eat Blackberries in October, and some more on the AI crawly bots again. My Heart in Hiding I went for a walk today. It's been a long COVID-y week and it felt great to pull on my boots and head up the hill in front of my house. I've got a few thoughts rolling in my head, and I'm wondering if the walk will make any of them any clearer. Reader, I leave that to you to judge. One of the things I kept thinking about was an interview I read in last month's The Atlantic with Sam Altman, the CEO of OpenAI. One bit really stuck for me. In March, OpenAI led a funding round for a company that's developing humanoid robots. I asked Altman what I should make of that. He told me that OpenAI is interested in embodiment because we live in a physical world and we want things to happen in the physical world. At some point, reasoning machines will need to bypass the middleman and interact with physical reality itself. It's weird to think about AGI, artificial general intelligence, as this thing that exists only in the cloud, with humans as robot hands for it, Altman said. It doesn't seem right. That's an excerpt from the Atlantic interview. So, OpenAI is working on artificial bodies for artificial intelligence. This to get around the issue of AI only being able to recycle what we feed it. Altman wants to release AI into the world to have its own experiences and generate its own insights about those experiences, just like we do. Right now, the problem he has is that AIs are incapacitated. They're just standing still. I wonder why they're bothering to give AI its own body. There are enough bodies already moving around this world. I think about how everyone's phones cumulatively build up a picture of an event seen from a hundred sets of eyes. I think about Apple Health telling the truth of our lives, tracking our heartbeats at the precise moment we saw that picture of our ex. Joel also told me there's something called life streaming, where people stream their life, wear something that records everything so they can play it back. It captures conversations and moments, a dash cam of your life. I think back to times we've argued and how I've wanted to film him so he can see what I see. What an invasion that would be. Will life streamers need to procure my consent before dash camming the experience of meeting me? What kind of consent will I need to give for an AI bot to draw conclusions about me when I pass it on the street? Today was the first morning of frost. Crimson clover was splashed about in reckless abundance and inedible red haws everywhere. There were rose hips in the hedges and still some purple blackberries on the north-facing slopes. It was a bad year for berries, no sun. I know you're not supposed to eat blackberries after Michaelmas, but I decided to risk it. I pulled a couple and they were delicious, perfect. A bot wouldn't know, I thought to myself, how good the berries are right now. Or would it? 
I saw a butterfly alight on a leaf in a hedge near me. I stopped, edged closer. What insights would a bot have here? I noticed the central dark patch and the spots around its edge, how the velvet of its thorax had texture and rippled like bioluminescence, as if underwater. I was reminded of something I read once about butterflies. There are some rare butterflies that display asymmetry, one wing the long-tailed male pattern, and the other the shorter-tailed female mosaic. It's called bilateral gynandromorphy, half male, half female. Now, bilateral gynandromorphs are vanishingly rare. That rare phenomenon wherein some butterflies exhibit asymmetry in their wings, a mixing of male and female. This is another thing I was thinking about on my walk, gender roles in all their much contested nonsense. I work full time, as does Joel. For me, it's never been an option not to. I had to feed my baby and give him a home. My job is a means to an end, the only end worthwhile enough to tempt me into corporate hallways. Would I rather have stayed home with my baby? Yes. One million times, yes. I appreciate this is not the case for all women, some of whom long to return to work. I'm not trying to speak for all women. I can only speak for myself, and imperfectly at that. Would I rather have stayed home with my baby when he was a baby? Yes. Are there other women who would rather chew their arms off than stay home? Also, yes. We're all different. Now that I've made it through the hell flames of early motherhood that cuts such a swathe through the working female populace, I feel a great responsibility to keep at it. But to whom do I feel that responsibility, I wonder? I listened to a guy at the sushi counter in London recently talking to a much younger colleague, an intern, I think. Talking to is wrong. He talked at or over her all through lunch. An uninterrupted stream of empty speak about hitting numbers and clients and certain contacts being gold and inviting them to the Oktoberfest event tonight because they're untapped gold and this is the way to hit those big sales numbers. Wide-eyed, she said, I don't know how Rachel does it. The implication is clear. Rachel is obviously older, obviously juggling children and home stuff. Well, significant look from him, with a lot of help from her friends. Oh, really? I cottoned on to her then. She isn't being wide-eyed. She's driving in the knife. The silly little turkey voting for Thanksgiving bitch. He's lofty, instructive. Her days are numbered. There comes a time, you know, managing a team and being a revenue-generating team, when some people are just spread a bit too thin. I try and steer clear of the politics of it all, you know, but that's just how things are. He pauses for a bite of sashimi. But don't worry. You don't need to worry about that for a long time. I've just had COVID, or something identical to it. Lateral flow is inconclusive. 
and I didn't work last week. It gave me a lot of time to think. A lot of things I've read here on Substack have also made me think. Jason at Weirdo Poetry wrote this gorgeous poem, number two. There's a link. And someone else wrote something beautiful about how finite our time is. I'm so conscious of time slipping away at this time of year. The wind gets chillier, strips leaves from trees. My shelves of books sit glimmering. I want to gorge on them. I don't have time. I want to cook and organize the house and get my papers in order and transcribe the notebooks and I want to write, write, write. There's a book or several that beckon from my brain folds. Cicero said, if you have a garden and a library, that's all you need. And someone to pay the mortgage, I think. I've taken a step closer, slowly, to the butterfly. She's not moving, but I know if I go within arm's reach, she'll be gone. So I stay just beyond and look. She opens her wings and gives herself generously to my eyes. I stand for a long time. Every so often she shifts a little, as if to show me a different angle, a new magnificence to her. I notice the ends of her antenna are bright white and glow, as if imbibing electric impulses from the air. A spider abseils into my face and is off again to the hedge, having looped a web string to me and back. I wonder how long I'd have to stand here to be overcome entirely by cobwebs. Having stood so long, it's hard to leave. I'm wary of disturbing her if I turn now. I consider stepping delicately off, slowly, as I would from the locked eyes of a tiger. Just a photo, I think, to remember the moment and get my phone out. I take a picture and she snaps her wings shut as if affronted and she's gone. I feel a great loss and remind myself it's just a butterfly and she's fine, but the feeling lingers. It's getting cold and I wonder how long she has left. She's my days slipping away, the days I'm paid to waste. She's my baby son, gone forever. She's me too, long gone and replaced with a bot in this field. A hundred years from now, a bot stands in my place, having whatever thoughts it is a bot might have. At the top of the field, I hang a right to loop back home, and there's a red kite hawk circling lazily. It seems to follow my progress, circling with me along the top of the field. I realize after a while it's looking to see what I flush out with my tramping steps, what little creatures flee my path. My son once asked me, why don't our skeletons grow wings? I wonder if the AI bots Sam Altman is working on will have wings. In the British Museum a couple of weeks ago, I banged on to Joel about how much I'd love museums because it lets you see how things used to be. He looked at these Assyrian murals. Hey, look, they used to be able to fly. I think I did too. 
I imagine days of no work, a walk like this to clear the mind and hours to spin my thoughts together. Maybe marshalling thoughts could be a more revolutionary act than confounding gender stereotypes in a corporate world. A season feels like it's drawing to a close. A new season beckons. I've stood still for a long time, but it's not too late to move. So I've been thinking a lot about AI for a few reasons. There was a great article a while back from Haddon Turner on refuges of authentic human content. And spoiler, one hopes Substack remains such a refuge for a long time to come. I wrote the same thing back in April about Substack's value as a repository of authentic human content. So I'm on board with this big time. I also had a little back and forth with Bootsy in response to this great piece, which was then mentioned in this piece, and there's links. And then on Q, Substack just introduced a new setting to block AI. I've switched it on because I think, hope, there is, should be, a protected middle space between paywalled stuff and the general shitpile of internet dross. I'm grateful for whatever protections Substack has to offer on this because, newsflash, I don't want bots crawling my stuff. I don't want AI repurposing and repackaging my words. Certainly not without paying me. Maybe we can build some momentum to be paid someday by the bot trainers for our valuable quality words and authentic human perspective. We'll see. Either way, my block AI setting is on for now.